Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast, SA's number one motoring podcast. My name is Wandile Sishi. And once again, like always, joined by George Mini. Hi, George. Hey, Wendy. Yeah, today's a super exciting episode. Tell me. Something that uh, a lot of people have asked about and something that we're both passionate about. It's finally the Formula One episode. And uh, yeah, we're going to be we're gonna be non-biased and we're just going to talk about something that we're both passionate about without fighting, hopefully. You're okay. sure this is not going to be the Hamilton episode? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have an open mind. I'm going to have an open mind and hear what you... Okay. What's your thoughts? Well, on? I mean, let's let's start uh, um, by uh, by kind of having a look at the Formula One standings. What 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 are the Formula One standings? So it's a brand new season. We're about three races in uh, into into the season, and currently, as a constructor, um, so the team essentially that's winning currently is Mercedes Benz, but the driver who is currently winning is Charles Leclerc, who actually has more points than. Um, uh, than anybody else right now, so he's he's currently winning. So yeah, it's quite, it's quite an interesting season that we're having now. There's basically new new rule changes, so brand new cars, um, brand new challenges that the, the teams are facing and all the drivers are facing. So yeah. So uh, um, so so you're saying that the constructor that's in the lead is Mercedes Benz, and the driver that's in the lead is Leclerc. I mean, I know that, but um, it's 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 disappointing for me that. Um, Perez mm. is not doing so well, mm. and um, it's disappointing for me that uh, um, the two Ferraris are so far apart. Yeah, there's definitely a, a disparity between the two between uh, at both teams at, at uh, Red Bull as and well as Ferrari. As Ferrari. Yes, in terms of you know the the performance of the two drivers. And now that I'm thinking about, it, I think Ferrari's actually no, they they, know, they definitely first as contractors as well because Charles has 71 points, which is more than Mercedes. Well, I've just looked it up. Um, so, so so I mean, science is not doing that badly. Yeah. Um, you know, Perez is also not doing that badly. But if I look at the last couple of races, both Science and Perez have been way off their their teammates. Their teammates for sure. Um, you know, look at the last race that uh, you know. Uh, well, I mean, it depends who you ask because Perez. Technically speaking, has more points than than Max, but that's as a result of just um, DNFs. So mm-hmm. Max has just been a, unable to finish uh, two of the races so far, um, and that's kind of been the challenge that he's been been facing. So in terms of speed, yes, Max is definitely faster, but at the end of the day, it's the points that counts. Um, and Max is, you know, he is the the current the current champ. Um, so we'll see how he bounces back and how the team can get the car ready for him. Well, I mean, you know, we've had a lot of one hit wonders. You think Max is a one-hit wonder? No, I didn't say that. I did not <laughs> say Max is a one-hit wonder. I didn't say that. Well, I thought you were a Hamilton dude. I am definitely, but I, I respect I respect uh, Max's drive a lot. Um, I think he's honestly. I think he's the second, you know, best driver in. in I, I don't know. I I, I think right I think Max has a slight issue. Um, a need for speed issue. No, he has. He, he's got. To, he's got to keep his emotions in check. For sure. You for know? sure. But I think. Um, the fact came out in the first race, remember? Yeah, no, yeah. it did for sure. I mean, he was on the radio blasting his team like, like nobody's business. Yeah, I saw a little bit, of, a little glimpse of that in Hamilton in the last race. I don't yeah. know if you saw his uh, his uh, his radio message, like, "Hey guys, uh, you're putting me in a like in a yeah, difficult in a situation." Pickle, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so that that kind of for me that statement says like, it's your fault. Yeah, for sure. It's not my fault. Yeah, you know, it's your fault. And I'm thinking to myself, you driving the bloody car. 
you know, um, like just because the strategy went wrong, I'm part of that strategy. Yeah, uh, I was about to say, I think Hamilton's been really unfortunate the last, I'd say four races. Um, yeah, I know. He's, last year already. Absolutely, um, I agree. But he can't, he can't say things like it's your fault. It's, it's our fault. For sure. I think he does do that. I think he takes a lot of accountability for his part in it as well. Um, I don't think, you know, he completely blames the team whenever things don't go his way. So Ferrari is in the lead. Just looked it up. Yeah. 104 points. Mercedes 65. That's, I mean, depending on when this, uh, this is, this is aired before or after a race. But, yeah. uh, um, Mercedes is lagging far behind Ferrari from a constructor's point of view. Hey, for sure. For sure. Um, but you know, we'll see how things go. I think Mercedes, they're going to get their car fixed. Um, before. So do you know what the problem is with that car? Well, I think there's a few problems with the vehicle. I, I figured, I, 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 I didn't figure out, but I heard about the main problem last week. Um, and, uh, they designed their car with smaller side pods. Yep. Whereas Ferrari is a lot wider. All the other cars are a lot wider. Yeah. So structurally, they're more intact. And besides that, yeah. it gives the, the, so the Ferrari and all the other cars have more floor. Exactly. Exactly. And now with this new, I, I don't know if you, you uh, um, uh, if you've read up on the, um, the new floorboards, yeah. which, um, are, uh, have an effect called ground, ground effect. For, yeah, ground effect. Ground yeah. effect. Yeah. Okay. So, so if you, if you think about what, what, what ground effect is, it sucks the car into the ground. ground yeah. Almost like an upside down airplane wing. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Now. And uh, so, you know, airplanes cause lift from the bottom or the top of the wing, from the top of the wing, mm. not from the bottom. So, you know, people think that an airplane flies and it floats on the air. Mm. It doesn't. Um, the, 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 the pressure actually pulls the, the airplane into the, into the sky. Yeah. So it's the same thing with that floorboard. So it's upside down. Uh, effectively, if you, for lack of a better word, upside down airplane wing sucks the car into the ground. And that's what's causing this porpoising. Yeah. And, um, uh, uh, and, and it was, it's, it's quite an aha moment for me because Mercedes made their side pods smaller mm. and it just shows you that digital simulation isn't like the real world. No, because that digital simulation we thought would be about a second quicker. Mm. Um, so, you know, a second quicker is a lot. So if, if that was the case, then if you take the last race where I think Charles was ahead, um, by about, uh, half a minute. But 800, eight, eight, well, an eighth of a second, essentially. Oh, um, per, um, per, lap. per lap, yeah. Um, so if the Mercedes car was the second that they claim it's supposed to be, then we would technically be number one. But like you're saying, it, that's not how it works in the real world. No. Um, you know, you're not going to account for every sort of impact that the car's going to be put through. And these cars are put through a lot. So it's, it's quite, you know, staggering how much forces are impacted in these cars. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So some history on uh, the FI, well, F1. Um, so it started about in 1950 by a bunch of guys who wanted to go racing. A bunch of hooligans. Yeah, a bunch of hooligans essentially with, with no insurance. Who <laughs> um, wants to go racing. And now we've, you know, uh, at a point where we have these super, super um, complex vehicles, which uh, I think a lot of people don't know. Actually, the technology trickles down into a lot of the vehicles that we drive today. It does. Um, ABS brakes, I think. No, ABS brakes come from um, aviation. I think they come from uh, rally cars, no? No, aviation. Okay. Um, I think it comes from aviation. Um, but uh, quite, a, quite a bit of technology comes from Formula One. For sure. I think, I don't know if you know any other ones, but I was just going to give you a crash course in seven modern innovations, which are Go for it. kind of in, 
F1, well, from F1 cars into modern day cars. The first one is semi-automatic gears, um, which led to the flappy paddle gearbox. But essentially before... Have you seen cars now have flappy paddle gearbox thingies? Yeah. When the gearbox doesn't need flappy paddles. It's fun to have. Did you see the Audi e-tron yesterday? I did see it. It's got flappy paddles. I mean, that's an electric vehicle. Though. Yes, exactly. So what's it for? Don't know. I will have to ask a journalist because I'm, I'm interested to find out why. Don't know why it's there. When I, when I drove it yesterday, I didn't know why it's there. Yeah, well, essentially. Um, but let's not uh, let's not knock the electric vehicle or Audi for that matter because yeah. I've seen it on other cars too. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a use. I'm sure there's a case use for no, it. No, I pl- clicked on the flappy <laughs> pedals and nothing happened. Okay, what next? Disc Here's brakes. Like disc brakes. Yeah. So essentially, they come from well, in, originally from Le Mans, but they were really tested in, in F1 cars to see, um, you know, you know how far we can take disc brakes, and now they. Pretty much a standard in all vehicles now. Well, I mean, it's just for, for everybody's benefit. The first brakes were drum brakes, right? Yeah. And uh, drum brakes, um, effectively, uh, at, at, at a housing yeah. um, with a cylinder. Yeah. And inside, the brake pad pushes out on the drum. Yeah. Um, and uh, doesn't clamp onto, which the disc brake something clamps onto the disc. So uh, much more effective. For sure. I think it's... Because of heat, no? Is heat the big issue with... Uh, Drum brakes. Yeah. I, I think it's heat and then also force. Yeah. The ability for you to, you know, push out on that drum. But uh, but heat, uh, you know, heat's a big issue because you've got to contain space there. Yeah. Next one's carbon fiber. So if a lot of people don't know this, but carbon fiber is about 10 times stronger than steel. Uh, if you consider... Well, in comparison to the weight of, of the material. Um, and it's a lot safer. Uh, you know, it's kind of the, the big thing of F1Y... At one point, it wasn't even going to carry on because the safety was just Ridiculous. not there. Yeah. Um, whereas now, drivers are, you know, kind of experiencing high impacts and still coming out of those vehicles safely. So, carbon fiber, big, big, big evolution that comes from F1. Next one is rearview mirrors. I don't know if you knew this, but rearview mirrors come from F1. Before, people just didn't know what was happening behind them. You're talking about the side mirrors. Yeah, rearview. Oh, the side. Well, yeah, yeah side mirrors. Yeah, so rearview mirrors, the one in the middle. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, side mirrors. Side mirrors. Um, yeah. Um, actually, I didn't know that, um, yeah. you know, and, uh, uh, um, I, I mean, it's an essential part of a car now because mm-hmm. you can't, you can't do without it. I, I wonder when Formula One's going to take that rear view mirror to, I suppose they don't need to, you know, digital technology. I mean, we've seen in some of these electric vehicles with the digital technology, they're not as effective as having just a mirror. Yeah. So I don't know if they would. Well, is it that or is it, is it, is it our habits? Um, because when I drove the Audi e-tron yeah. that, uh, with those mirrors, yeah. it didn't take me long, maybe about 40 minutes before okay. I started getting used to where to look. Because yeah. it's where to look that's the problem. You know, you, so you've got the camera on the little pod on the outside yeah. and then, the, and then the, the, the display on the inside of the door. Now you're used to looking through the window. Okay. At the review or at the review mirror, at the, at the side mirror. But now you're looking just now below. you're looking just below on the door inside the car. Yeah. It's just doesn't make sense to your head. Okay. But you get used to it very quickly. Maybe it will be a digital screen that's right in front of you instead of having to look side by side. Maybe. I mean, um, the new, the new uh, uh, current generation iPace mm. has the center review mirror as a camera. If you want it to be. You can flip it between a camera and a mirror. Okay. Which I think is a good, a, a a good, good design. Kind of yeah. Address this. Yes. Next tech is joypad steering wheels. So, I mean, on an F1 car, those steering wheels... Basically, it's like have, a computer. Yeah, hundreds and hundreds of different controls and configurations that you can kind of 
uh, tweak to make sure that the car works for you, depending on the track, depending on the conditions. Um, and we just have kind of inputs now in our vehicles, which control the radio and X, Y, Z. But you don't the multifunction steering wheel. 100%, mm-hmm. um, which originally came from F1 because of just convenience of not having to move around too much. Next one is active suspension, or the last one rather is active suspension. So uh, most suspension on vehicles is just passive. Um, you know, it does it, it, it does what it does all the time. It's the same thing all the time. Whereas an F1 car, that's when they realize that sometimes having a suspension that um, that reacts to what's happening on the on the track can have you know uh, serious implications with regards to how fast your car can go around corners specifically and uh, yeah to win the race essentially. Well, I mean, let's uh, let's explain what active versus passive suspension is. You know, um, uh, passive suspension is is really just think about um, a a spring um, on a control arm and um, and then a shock absorber inside that spring. Yeah, and uh, it reacts the same way always. It reacts to the road. Yeah, every single time in the same way. You put yeah. a force on the wheel, and the spring goes up. Yeah, uh, dampens the um, or the, the shock absorber, and the spring dampens the shock. But it does the same thing. So if you've got this undulating road mm-hmm. that's up and down all the time. The car is going to bounce all the time. Whereas with active suspension, the car recognizes that. Reads. Uh, yeah. Okay, maybe I should make the suspension stiffer. Yeah. Um, you know, in order to not react so violently to the undulation. So this um, is specific to its relation to how it shakes where you're sitting. Essentially, it's well, it's, I mean, it's the wheel's it, still doing the same thing. Well, think about so what suspension is there to do. It's there to dampen, dampen the, 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 the shock, dampen yeah. the the bump. Yeah. The, the, simply, it's there to dampen yeah. the bump. Um, so, so what the, what the suspension is trying to do is trying to keep the car still. Yeah. So the wheels move and take the, take the knock. The force, yeah. Um, you know, so, so, so that the cabin stays still, keep the occupants comfortable and safety because the more the, the cockpit moves around, the more the car can get out of control. Yeah. So let's just talk about the current F1 season because I think it's, you know, it's brand new, fresh new rules. Love the look of the cars. Love the look of the cars. It is. They're um, awesome. The following is, I mean, look at that first race with Leclerc and, uh, and, um, and Max. And Max. Yeah. It was, and how, they, how many times they passed each other. Yeah. It's, um, it's so exciting now. I think there's a lot of overtaking, a lot more overtaking now as a result of this new ground effect and how the aero packages are just so much better um, in terms of allowing for closer racing. Um, but there's a few big changes in the rules, and I think a lot of people don't necessarily go and read what the formula is. Um, but there's some big changes for, What's the for first all the teams. One? The first one is cost cap. So before it was kind of free for all, um, unless you're Ferrari and you're receiving a little bit extra from from the legacy bonus, it was kind of up to how much money you can generate and how much money you can invest, and that was the big defining factor. So the caps are now around 110 uh, million uh, pounds, which is about 2 billion rand, or euros. Is it euros? No, pounds, yeah. Pounds. Which is about uh, 2 billion rands per team, which is still insane. You know, these cars are extremely expensive. 110 billion pounds. 110 million uh, pounds. Uh, uh, yes, yes, you're yes, right. Which, so, is which, which is about 2 billion rands. rands. Correct. Yes. So that's the big change. <laughs> and they, you know, all teams are kind of forced to work within, the, within these confines now. Um, and the result is the, the old number one is not number one right now. Um, but we'll see what happens. I think there's still a long season to go. I mean, I think the cost capping is a good thing um, yeah. because it stops the teams with 
unlimited amounts of money from yeah. staying ahead, which then makes it boring for the viewers. Yeah. You know, um, it does, do, there is a negative effect though. In terms and of that is innovation, yeah. yeah, development and innovation. It, there, there is a negative effect, so I, I'm hoping that um, you know development and innovation doesn't get stifled as a result of these cost caps. What's For the next sure. one? The next one is safety. So last year we had, well, last year, well, let's say the last three years, there have been big, big changes in terms of safety and F1 cars. Um, but now the big change is the chassis now absorb about 48 percent more in our force um, and 15 percent more energy in the front when the cars and accidents. I mean, we saw Max, I think his crash was 55 Gs that he experienced, um, which is, it's hard to wrap your head around just how much force that is. No, I mean, like, think about think about fighter pilots, right? Mm. Uh, they experience nine, 10 Gs in those fighter jets. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, very extreme, very cases, extreme yeah. cases. You know, it's, uh, most of the time, maybe six, seven Gs. Yeah. Um, and uh, taking an ordinary person like you and I in a fighter jet, you'll pass out at those Gs. Yeah, you know they have to use breathing exercises, uh, neck training, neck training yeah. suits in order not to pass out. Now you have a crash at fifty-five oh, gee, Gs, yeah. and you know surely he passed out for a while. Um, yeah, I mean he was in the car for a little while, yeah. but he kind of stood up like a champ. That's just how strong and robust these vehicles are now. They kind of absorb so much force. Um, and make sure that you, you're safe. I mean, we also saw with Roman's crash last year. I mean, that was a fiery storm, and I thought there's no way anyone can, can survive that, but he came out of that, you know, the flames. And safety is just such a big part of the sport, and it's the reason why we can carry on watching it at, at, at these incredible speeds. Mm. Next one is tires. So there's new tires in the cars, 18-inch low profile. Don't they actually look them. cooler. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they look cooler. Um, uh, you know, I, I suppose what the effect of that is, is there's less give in the tire, mm. which means that, uh, you know, your, um, your ability, your, your, your traction gets diminished. Mm. Um, when the tire gets the lower profile, I mean, all these, all these Durbanites that like their low profile dropped suspension, <laughs> it actually doesn't give you more traction peeps. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll try it. Yes, but it looks cooler. Yeah, no, no, it looks cooler. Of course it looks cooler. But when you put your foot on the gas, low-profile yeah. tires actually don't give you more traction. They break away from the tar easier because they're attached to the rim. Yeah. Uh, whereas the higher-profile tire actually twists, mm. um, which then st stops the tire. It, 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 it generates maximum force onto the, onto the tar. But the, the big reason for this is they're trying to disperse the heat on the tires. That's what Pirelli was trying to attempt with these low-profile tires. And they look cool. Which is also, yeah. <laughs> they do look cool. Next change is we, uh, the wheels have also changed. So there's essentially new winglets over the wheels. I don't know if you noticed. I saw they look like uh, aeroplane winglets. They look like little, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, if you, if you go in a jet, those things are big. Those mm. winglets look humongous. Yeah. So that's essentially been done just to send more, um, air over the wheels. Once again, impacting, well, having this, the, the ground effects. Well, let's talk about the aerodynamics for a second. Mm. Um, what the teams, uh, you know, what, what, what you can do is in order to have a car not follow you. Yeah. Is you create dirty air behind the exactly. car. Exactly. And, yeah. and that's what some of these teams were, were doing is they, they created the dirty air behind the car. Making now, it harder to chase. Make, yeah. Making it harder for somebody to follow. Yeah. Um, so now what the rules have done is it cleaned up the air behind the car. Um, effectively making it easier for another car to follow. Less dirty air. Less, less, less dirty, dirty air. air. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, big, um, I think, 
the person who's probably earning the most now in F1 teams is probably the person who's in charge of aerodynamics because that's going to be the big, big, big deciding factor on who wins this year. Um, so we'll see when the cars get their upgrades because I think a lot of teams have learned, you know, there's ways around some of the, the challenges that they're facing. Um, well, I mean, now aerodynamic drag becomes becomes a, like one of the most important factors on the car because mm-hmm. because you know uh, uh, when you when you push air over a surface, the the vortex that gets created behind that particular object mm-hmm. is pulls the object back and holds it back. So now you've got to kind of try and create a scenario where you don't create, you know, the uh, the aerodynamic drag by um, having vortices behind the car that effectively pull it back. So uh, so aerodynamics is going to be a big deal, I think. So, you know, off the cuff, do you think there's anyone who is an obvious front runner for the title at this point? I mean, it's, it's really early on. It's very early. I think Mercedes is going to get their game together, to be honest. But I think it's going to be too late. Um, I, I think. I think if they don't get their, I don't think if they don't get their act on in the next three to four races, yeah, it's going to be too late. Um, uh, Leclerc is going to going to run away with it. I think if Leclerc keeps his cool, yeah, he might win this championship. Yeah, I think the only thing standing in the way of Verstappen challenging him is Verstappen's own head, and the reliability of that that Red Bull car yes. is still yes. going through a lot yeah. of things. I want the Red Bull and Ferrari sort of fight to be ongoing, just because it allows Mercedes mm-hmm. to kind of slipstream around all of that. Hopefully, there's some more crashes between oh. <laughs> Verstappen and Leclerc, <laughs> and then you know we, yeah. we we go ahead and 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 storm through. But I think it's going to be an extremely close season. I, I can't predict it. Normally, I can kind of see where it's going to no, go. No, it's because Hamilton's been running away with it for the last couple of years. It was easy to predict. Sure, sure. Um, also, he is the greatest of all time. So let's, oh, let's not... Oh, please. Um, he's got one more title to get. One more title, then he's got the most uh, championships. Title. Yeah, but... But he still hasn't won Schumacher. Sure. But he's, he's basically smashed every single other record. So, you know, but that's... I think he's the greatest of all time. Um, that's no way. Schumacher was the greatest of all time. <laughs> and, uh, and, and more than that, uh, Anton Senna was the greatest of all time. Uh, I don't know. I don't so know. I, I, I don't know. know. Hamilton's not the greatest of all time, in my opinion. He's, he's up there with the greats, but I don't think he's the greatest of all time. I think he's the great. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. We're going to leave it at that before we can crawl across the table here. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. But just before we leave, there's some, there's some, you know, interesting things that have come out in the news in terms of, of, of Formula One. I don't know if you, Listening to the rumbles. yeah, one of the I mean, one of the things that uh, that I did notice was uh, jewelry in the car. Yeah, was that targeted at animals? One hundred percent. I mean, who else wears jewelry in the car? I mean, that was a unnecessary. But who wears jewelry in the car? You gotta look good. You gotta look good always. <laughs> I'm always gonna defend him. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I don't know if you heard, but South Africa might be getting a race soon. Oh, mm. interesting stuff. Tell me more. So essentially, I think it was. About a week ago, um, the FIA announced that Las Vegas is going to be on the calendar next. And, you know, from a lot of pressure from a lot of the drivers, specifically Hamilton, the next sort of announcement that people I think is going to be, it's, it's going to be South Africa. Um, oh, it's, it's, I, I think the push is African continent. African continent, yeah. Yeah. Because it's and a world championship. It's a world championship. Yeah. Um, uh, and South Africa's the, um, the only place to really do that. Yeah. I mean, we've hosted a few races before. I think there's been 21. Grand Prix in South Africa out of the 23 in well, out of Africa. So it's kind of, uh, and the last one being in 1993. So it's kind of the, the 
the premier destination or the obvious choice right now. Um, but you know, I'm not sure if it's going to be Kailami or Cape Town. A lot of people are saying it could be. I'm hoping it's a Cape Town. In Cape Town, yeah. Uh, I'm hoping it's a street race in Cape Town. Yeah. And and the reason I'm hoping it's a street race in Cape Town is uh, is because it will bring so much more to the economy. Yeah. So much more. At the same time, the Kailami is almost there. I mean, it's yeah, Kailami is almost there. Uh, you know, but 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 if you think about it, I mean, Kailami is an amazing venue. Yeah. Um, but if you think about it, street races are faster. Mm. They bring more to the economy because more changes have to happen to facilitate, in, to yeah. facilitate the race, yeah. which means more jobs, more people get involved. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think there's a lot more. Uh, the, the, the money gets spread a lot further in a, streets, in a street race. I mean, tracks are basically only for racing, right? Whereas yes. the street circuits, you can do a lot to kind of make the entire infrastructure great yes. all the time. Yeah. Well, you, you, you bring a lot more contractors on board. Look at Monaco. Monaco, those streets are always in tip top shape because it's a street race. They exactly. always have to upgrade it. And then I don't know if you heard, but Audi and Porsche might be entering F1. I think it's. I did hear this rumor. I, and I wonder what the, what the driver is. I know Porsche is said to be teaming up with Red Bull. Uh, so Red Bull Racing is going to become a manufacturer under Porsche. You know, that's, that's. Verstappen's team. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, which I think is going, it makes a lot of sense for Red Bull to become a manufacturer. They've become, I mean, they've gone to a point now where they've been using Honda for so long and the reliability is just not there and they have no control over what happens. Um, I think a lot of that pressure is coming from Max, um, saying we need to, because if Red Bull had their reliability at a point where it was consistent, I think you would have more titles. Rebranding Red Bull to Porsche, that would be epic. I think it would be epic. I think it'll, I don't think it'll, it'll enter, it'll enter another epic for, OE, for the, for the, for the Formula One world because okay. it'll, en- it'll enter another era in, and another team that is a uh, OEM constructor. Yeah. You know, cause then you've got Ferrari, you've got Mercedes, you've got Porsche, you've got Renault, you've yeah. got, uh, who else? We've got Alpha. We've yeah. got, as so, manufacturers though, it would be just, yeah, Porsche, Mercedes-Benz, Ferrari. No, uh, we've got Alpha and, and, uh, Renault. Uh, and Renault. And McLaren, yeah. And McLaren. Yeah. So, 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 I mean, that's what Formula One should be, really. It should be about the It should be about companies the, the car companies, about. yes, in my opinion. Yeah. And not an energy drink brand. Well, Honda, look, Honda's, I mean, they've been in the sport for, for really long. Yeah, but they're not branded Honda. Yeah, it's kind of a shame. And then, apparently, Hamilton might retire at the end of the year. That's going to be, it's going to be if he loses. That's going to be if he wins, I think. I think if he wins, he's going to leave. If he loses, he might stay, in my opinion. Mm, I don't know. I think he'd be a sore loser. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much all the time we have. It's been a really interesting show. Um, I know we can keep going on and on. Is there any last uh, statements that you want to leave us with? No. That's it. Just keep watching and see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. I'm simple for the win. <laughs> Never.